If you are under construction and committed to living life like it matters, you have found a home. Check us out on Facebook where we post new shows every day. Facebook.com slash LIM Radio. For information on my transformational leadership training where I teach you how to live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net. And if you have a spiritual appetite, check out my daily devotional with some wisdom from above at wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. The time is now to live life like it matters. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now. Love this time. We get our podcasters together. We get our radio show fans. We get our graduates together. Uh, we get a lot of people together, and we do a lot of great things. You know, I like to call this the hour of power. Now, it's not always an hour, right? If you're listening to this podcast, right, we have a, a bi-weekly podcast. So every Monday and Thursday, we have a brand new episode. Mondays are story time with Mr. Black. Uh, really enjoy those. Uh, it's a story with a moral and it's done to a little relaxing music and then on thursday's full episode usually somewhere between 40 minutes and 60 minutes uh, of content Uh, sometimes it can be a radio show replayed with some added content Uh, many times it's brand new recorded uh, material so uh, and again for those that don't know about our radio show we have a radio show like it matters radio we Air daily live in Minneapolis, St. Paul on Freedom 1570. So you can listen uh, live stream by going to freedom1570.com. And you can listen to our radio show anytime after 12 noon Central Standard Time because it's placed in podcast form on our website. And you can find that at likeitmattersradio.com. And today's show is going to be called Out With The Old and In With The New. Out With The Old and In With The New, right? This means to leave old things or ideas behind and start fresh with new things or ideas. To to change the old for the new, right? To leave old things or ideas behind and bring in new things and ideas. And people usually say this at the beginning of a new year or the beginning of a new job, or a new point in time where there is change, right? That change is desired, that change is needed or or committed to. This is at the beginning of something new we say these things. But it's also about leaving something old, where it belongs in the past. You know, that this is no longer going to be a part of me moving forward. It is no longer who I am. You know, in our leadership training, we do a lot of intense things. And in one of my classes... Uh, we do this process where I get them and uh, people into a very deep state of focus. And I have them breathe with me a couple times. And every once in a while, I'll have them breathe things in and blow things out. And if you've never done this before, it's pretty powerful. When you find yourself out of breath, you're pushing hard, you're uh, worn out, uh, you're breathing heavy. You close your eyes and you slow down your breathing. You breathe in through your nose, and then you make your exhale, if possible, twice as long. If you're out of breath, as you breathe in, in your head, you say, I am. And as you exhale, you say, relax. And you're you're programming yourself to calm down, to relax. But as I'm getting people into this deep state, there are sometimes I'll say, I want you to breathe in something, 
and exhale. So I'll say, I want you to breathe in self-confidence. And I'll exhale any fear. You know, it's a great thing. And one of my favorite things to say to people is I want you to breathe in new beginnings and breathe out old lies. And as we come to the end of 2021 and start preparing, pontificating, planning, strategizing, whatever word you want to use, uh, for 2022, man, I just thought that would be the appropriate title of a podcast, of a radio show. I think there'd be enough good information in that type of a show and that people who are into self-actualization, that people who want to be more, do more, have more, accomplish more, make more impact, that they would want that information. And that's really what we get to do at the end of a year, don't we? We get to draw a line in the sand, right? Uh, um, what's potentially a permanent moment in time where things change, right? And again, the saying, out with the old, in with the new, right? It means to leave old things or ideas behind and start fresh new things or ideas. You see how this ties in the, the wrap up of the old year and the new year? People usually say this at the beginning, uh, something new, right? Or the ending of something old, right? Maybe uh, John might be fed up with the, the weight he's put on the last three years and he's throwing out his old habit of eating fast food and going to start to eat healthier food for lunch instead, right? Uh, possibly uh, Karen is tired of being treated poorly uh, and she's leaving her old boyfriend behind and looking for a new relationship with someone uh, she can have fun with, with uh, have hope in the future, right? Out with the old and in with the new. And this is really important because, you know, one thing I've learned about life is a lot of people experience life uh, as they're just going about showing up every day. But really, life is meant to be planned, strategized. Uh, we're called to live and examine life by the, the word of God, by God himself. Uh, we're told uh, in the military, I remember the six P's of uh, preparation. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. Uh, it always reminds me, you know, before uh, I was in this arena, I used to do financial services. I was in the insurance business uh, and in financial services. And I remember uh, we would sit down with people, young people, usually my age, uh, early 20s, maybe early 30s. And we would uh, do what's called the, the rule of 100 or the 100 people. I don't remember what we called it. But you take 100 individuals and we'd all put them at age 25. And we just line up 100 people shoulder to shoulder along a straight wall. Uh, now, these are all basically all at the same age, getting ready to start their lives at 25, right? And they all believe they're going to be successful. If you ask any one of them if they want to be successful, they would tell you they did. Uh, you would notice that they're eager toward life. There's a sparkle in their eye and the, the erectness in their carriage, right? Uh, they, they got the life by the, by the horns. They're ready to go. They're excited about life. And every one of you will tell you without a doubt, no doubt, that they're all going to be successful in 40 years. Give me 40 years, I'll change the world. Give me 40 years, I'll own the world. Give me 40 years, and I will create a brand new world, right? I mean, that's how, that's how people think. But I remember, you know, when we actually did the data, and then we would actually put these numbers out there. 40 years advance. By the time now, these 100 people who are 25 years old, by the time we get now to where all of them would be 65 if they were alive, you ready for these numbers? Of those original 100, only one 
will be rich. Now, the good news is four more will be financially independent. 41 will still have to get that will still have to be working and 54 will be dead or dead broke depending on others for life necessities and then in this conversation with this client things get a little bit quiet and we look the client in the eyes and we say mr or mrs client what's the problem they all thought they were going to be successful they all believed they would have been successful they all told everybody they were going to be successful but they weren't and you know why and then with the stealiness of a closing slogan right <laughs> it's because people don't plan to fail they fail to plan Da, 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 da. Right? That's why it's so much easier to campaign than to govern. Right? I mean, look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Oh my gosh. You, uh, Trump lost so many people, died from COVID that nobody deserves. He should resign. You can't be president and lose that many people uh, to COVID. Well, guess what? Joe Biden's lost way more people than Donald Trump did in the same time frame with a vaccine when Trump didn't have one. Right? I mean, it's just silly. Uh, Joe Biden, you say, okay, we need a federal solution. This federal solution, Trump says it's a state problem. Now, guess what? Biden just came out and said it's a state problem. See, it's a lot easier to campaign than it is to manage, to lead, to administer. And the same thing with our lives. You know, if 2022 is going to be a good year, if 2022 is going to be a better year than 2021, it ain't just going to happen. It ain't something that's just going to show up. It's going to take your planning. And so today, as we're living life like it matters, I want us to, to get out with the old and in with the new. Let's take a look back at 2021. Let's pick up the good stuff. And then let's look forward to 2022. And let's make it a great new year. We'll be right back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the radio show, Like It Matters. Nice job, that's it for today, wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today, likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life.
Welcome back to Living Life Like It Matters, Like It Matters Radio. Remember, we have three outcomes for this time together, inspiration, education, and application. We want to inspire you. We want to motivate you. We want to move you. We also want to educate you. Uh, you know, our our noodle, our, our noggin, our brain is the one organ in our body that never has to deteriorate. And then we want to give you something today. Uh, that will make your life better. And that's what continual improvement's about, right? We can't change the past. I would love to get in my DeLorean with all my wealth and find my famous uh, doctor, Dr. Emmett Brown, and go back in time and fix some things in my past. I don't know about you, but I did some things back there that I'm not that proud of. But uh, with DeLorean or not, Michael J. Fox or not, billions of dollars or not, Guess what? I cannot go back in time and neither can you. But you know what we can do? We can draw a line in the sand and we can have a great up until now moment. In NLP, we call that a reframe. Up until now. Up until now, I've not been emotionally involved and now I'm ready to start feeling again. Up until now, uh, I didn't have enough confidence to get up and give speeches in public. And now every time I do it, it gets a little easier. Up until now, I've held a grudge and kept my pound of flesh and my record wrong. But now I'm ready to start new. And that's really what today's show is all about. It's called out with the old and in with the new, right? And we all know the saying, right? Whatever you want to call it, a proverb. Uh, I don't know what you'd call these things, a slogan, right? I don't know. It means to leave old things or ideas behind and start fresh with new things or ideas. To, to change the old for the new, to leave old things or ideas behind and bring in new things or ideas. Now, here's the key. The key is we need to take a look back before we start moving forward. There are things in this past year, in our past, uh, that were good lessons, good learnings. There was some good stuff that happened back there. And there's also some bad stuff. You know, and we got to be smart enough. We got to process it well enough that we can learn from the past. So keep the lessons from the past. We don't want to leave those in the past. We want to bring those with us. However, we don't want to live in the past. And our mistakes, again, we want to understand them and then move on. But there are things that we want to bring forward and there are things we want to leave behind. And there are things that we want to focus on as we move forward. And there are things that we want to make sure that we stay away from as we move forward. And that's without with the old and in with the new. But let's be honest, there's going to be some things from our past that we want with the new. We're going to bring those forward because they serve us well. They have value. Uh, and there are some things early on, I can tell you this right now as we move in the new year, things that you might want now that you might think are good, that as you get them and we move forward, you're going to realize this is not really what I thought it was. This is not really beneficial. This is not really good. This is why, as a leader, you've got to do some planning. People don't plan to fail. It's never really in there. They fail to plan. Remember, it's a lot easier campaigning than it is administrating, right? Ask Joe Biden. Boy, it's a lot easier just to trash the person doing the job who's uh, who's in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, 
who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, and spends himself in a worthy cause, who at worst in the end of high achievement, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his play shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither defeat nor victory. I just, uh, sorry about that. I just went into that uh, quote on courage. You know, it's so much easier. Why do you think people don't have courage today? Because, boy, when you step out, people are looking for a reason to step on you. When you say something that doesn't go along with groupthink or sheeple mentality, people want to squash you. They want to cancel you. They want to destroy you. You know, it's stunning for those of us that are Trump supporters. Boy, you uh, it, it, it got headline news whenever you trashed Donald Trump. Whenever you could spit on one of his people, whenever you could beat up one of his people, whenever you could humiliate him or humiliate someone's going to work with him. Remember how cool that was? For four years, we lived off it, telling the president to go F himself and all this. And now, now, let's go, Brandon. This phrase that caught on on its own, that's what grassroots, if you look up the definition of grassroots, let's go, Brandon, is purely grassroots. It took off on its own. Uh, it's a weed. It just went because so many people feel that way, that we're being shoved this crap down our throats and we're supposed to like it and take it. And corporate America's become all woke and Black Lives Matter is racist. And now white people are evil and black people are victims. And boy, I picked a bad day to quit sniffing glue. Huh? <laughs> it's crazy. And see, at, this is why I do this radio show. Because you're not alone. You're not crazy. It's a crazy world out there. And again, you have the circle concern, those things that concern you, and the circle of influence, those things you have influence over. And our focus as a leader must be where those two things cross. That is the only place we can focus because that is the only place we find what concerns us and that which we have an impact on. And so you cannot control what happens to you. You can't control what Biden does with his IRS or what Biden does with his DOJ to come after us conservatives. You can't control that. But you have absolute control over what takes place inside of you. See, you can't control the cards that life deals you. But you can control how you play them. The best picture is a picture of a sailboat on a stormy sea. And it says success. You cannot control the wind, but you can adjust your sails. And you know, that's why what it takes to be successful really is persistence. Persistence is so critical. And yet so many people don't have it. They give up at the slightest thing. When things don't go well, they just give up. You know why? Because in order to have persistence, you've got to have a belief you know, you've got to have a belief that it's possible. And so one of my favorite things, you don't hear these words anymore. You don't hear the word intestinal fortitude anymore. You don't hear the word gumption. You don't hear the word stereotypical either. It's now everything's just racist. There are no stereotypes anymore. It's all just racism, right? But intestinal fortitude, think about this God. God's greatest quality. You know what God's greatest quality is? He's long-suffering. Don't you hear it? The persistence. 
he always gets the raw end of the stick, the raw end of the deal. And he's long-suffering. He's, you know, um, this is powerful. This is what you got to get. We're never more like God than when we are forgiving. And forgiving requires persistence. Uh, Ruth, uh, Ruth Graham said, the key with a good marriage is two good forgivers. Because you got to let it go. And that takes persistence, persistently pushing it away, persistently pushing away your pound of flesh, your record wrong. Calvin Coolidge has my favorite quote on persistence. Says nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan press on has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race. And Jacob Riaz put it this way. Look at a stone cutter cutting, uh, hammering away at his rock. Perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yet at the hundred and first blow, that rock will split in two. And I know it was not the last blow that did it, but all that had gone before it. And see, if you're going to fight the good fight, if you're going to do the good race, that's what you need. You need to have persistence. I mean, look at the great people. You talk to someone like Thomas Edison, Ray Kroc, the colonel. Think about this. Every five hours somewhere in the world, a new McDonald's fast food chain was opening up for a long time. Can you imagine a business which opened its doors or arches in 1955 and is still so strong today? Its founder, Ray Kroc, thought this. Kroc was no inventor, but he knew a great idea when he saw one. Kroc's entire life thrived on discovering just the right idea that would live on well after the man himself. From a paper cup salesman to real estate broker, piano player, and finally milkshake mixer salesman, he always had an incredible amount of faith in himself. Finally, at the young age of 52, his biggest idea, McDonald's, was about to emerge. However, Kroc had to muster enough courage in his new idea to once again mortgage his home, borrow lots of money to get it going. Ugh. He wasn't a picture of health either. He'd been plagued by years of arthritis, diabetes, lost his bladder, and most of his thyroid gland, but he never lost the perseverance. He never lost the belief in himself. In fact, Ray Kroc was known to say, the best is ahead of me. According to those who knew him, the McDonald's brand name is the second most recognizable name in the world, next to Coca-Cola. And that's not bad, right? Uh, for uh, the time of this article, 52-year-old man with health problems. Stunning. You know, look at Thomas Edison. thousand times or 10,000 times he learned how not to invent uh, the incandescent light bulb. I don't know about you, but maybe at 100 or 500, I might have given up. See, what we need is persistence. And so if you're going to have a good 2022, you need to have persistence. In order to do that, let's take a look at the past. Let's take a look at 2021. What have we got to learn? What do we want to leave behind? What were the strengths of 2021? What were the weaknesses? What were our out, uh, uh, the opportunities that were missed and taken advantage of? And what were the threats? What are the things about 2021 that you want to bring in the future? And what are the things of 2021 that you truly want to bury in the past? And today, that's what we're talking about. In with the new and out with the old. We'll be right back. 
This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to your hour of power where we're living life like it matters, like it matters radio. Again, I want to thank you for spending your time with us. You know, this is uh, time is one of those rare commodities. I always talk about it that, uh, you know, we have a limited amount and where we spend it, how we spend it uh, really dictates how we're remembered. It really dictates uh, the true impact of our lives and today we're talking about out with the old and in with the new you know we're at the end of a year and we really need to do some reflective thinking looking back what did you enjoy about this last year what were the victories if you had to list out five victories from this last year what would they be how about five uh um what do you call them things you'd like to bury buried items or buryable whatever you want to call it what are some things in this past that you want to leave from the past? How about this? Maybe listing out what are the five biggest lessons that you learned from 2021? And what are you going to do with that information? In our leadership training at the end of each class, we have them list out all the activities they did. And then the second part of this report is what are the benefits you're receiving from this training? And specifically, how we apply them to your personal business life. So they'll identify what they did in that module. And then they'll identify what they learned and what are they going to do with that information. And so, you know, we go through these valleys and these deserts. You know, life is an undulating line. It has peaks and it has valleys. It has highs and it has lows. And the key is uh, when we're in a valley, we're to learn from it. You know, valleys are the most fertile places in existence. Water gathers there. Uh, people gather there. It's a place of gathering. You know, the valley is a place of preparation. Uh, the valley is a place of resources to, to put it all together for the journey forward. And when God takes us to a valley, takes us to a desert, he wants to teach us something. He's a good God. And I always tell people, don't miss the lesson of the valley. Don't miss the lesson of the desert. Otherwise, you don't get out of the desert. Otherwise, you don't get out of the valley. Or otherwise, you get out begrudgingly. Uh, but you basically walk along the, the line of it, and you're never fully out of it. You're right next to it, so you can easily dip back into it. And so we want to learn from the past. If you had to look back for 2021, what grade would you give it? Would you give it an A? Would you give it a B? Would you give it a C? Would you give it a D? You know, the only way you can answer that question is if you had a standard. 
Did you go into 2021 with a standard? And most people were in the middle of coronavirus. Most of us were in the middle of this first in a lifetime, never before happened experience. And now it's eternal. It's going to go on forever until God gets us out of here, until we rapturo, right? So a lot of people didn't go into 2021 with a lot of planning and foresight. Now we realize that this pandemic's always going to be here because it's convenient. It's a pandemic, right? That's how they're going to change all the voting information. So every, all, you know, a hundred million ballots will now be mailed in. It'll be stunning that you'll never, ever, 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 ever get another Republican elected nationwide ever again. And it's be interesting how we so overnight became a democratic nation overwhelmingly. Notice how when everything goes to mail, notice how big the democratic victories are going to be. Huge, massive, amazing, right? <laughs> it's just crazy. So we need to make sure we take a look at what we want to learn from the past and bring forward. You know, it reminds me of the guy with a perfect memory. You know, Russian psychologist Alessandr Luria first encountered this gentleman. We'll call him S. His name is S. And as S was becoming known for remembering long series of words, letters, and numbers, S would learn these patterns, and then he would get retested 15-plus years later on those same sequences. 15 and 16 years later, S could restate the patterns perfectly. Not only could he do the, the sequence perfectly, he could do it backwards as well. It's a visualizing a successful spelling strategy. In the book, uh, Dr. Restack, uh, called Mozart's Brain of the Fighter Pilot, in this book, Dr. Restack calls this eidetic imagery, eidetic imagery or photographic memory. This gentleman, S, had this perfect memory that lasted over years, maybe a lifetime. After some 30 years, Lurie came to believe that there was no that there were no limits to the span of our memory. And Dr. Restack asked, is this the type of memory you want? Think about this. This is a fair question. Think about it. So let's take a look at this gift on the extreme, because you always got to look at things on the extreme. That's how you reason. So let's give you some more information about S. Since S remembered everything, remember, he never forgot anything. Nothing was ever laid to rest. He kept his pound of flesh. He kept his record of wrong. Nothing was ever let go of. Nothing was ever laid to rest. Every hurt, every suffering, every injustice he held on to sound like anything you know today? Sound like Antifa? Sound like Black Lives Matter? Sound like progressive left? Sound like all black people are victims and all white people are evil? Sound familiar? It's sad. Every hurt, every suffering, every injustice he held on to. Someone might want to read the uh, first, what is it, First Corinthians chapter 13, chapter on love. Love keeps no record of wrong. God says, I have taken your sins and moved in as far as the east is from the west, and those two never meet right? As deep as the deepest part of the ocean. God says, unless you forgive others, why would you expect God to forgive you? And man, some of you are bringing on your own judgment on yourself. You're all wrapped up in the past. 16, 19, 1776, 1812, 1874, 1911, 1972, 1995, 2001, blah, 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 blah. 
you know who else is interested in the past? The devil. <laughs> the devil is always going to remind you of your past. And Carmen used to say in his songs, uh, he's with the Lord now, when the devil reminds you of your past, you just remind him of his future. That's all you do. And so you got to realize that you don't want to remember every hurt, every suffering, every injustice. Uh, no way. You don't want to be like Black Lives Matter. You don't want to be Antifa. You don't want to be the eternal victim. You don't want to be the one that God won't forgive because you won't forgive anybody else. And so this guy asked with this perfect gift, he lived a life of strained relationships, massive irrelevancies. Uh, he, had, was, he had a miserable life. Matter of fact, Lurie writes, over his lifetime, S achieved little benefit from his perfect memory and died an unfulfilled, unhappy man who considered himself a failure. An unhappy man who did little with his incredible gift. What a difference he could have made. The impact he could have had. And see, ladies and gentlemen, that's why you got to live your life with a sense of urgency. Planes crash and people die. None of us know how long we're on this planet unless we take our own lives. And this is why we do what we do. In my manual, in my Leadership Awakening manual, by the way, I've been doing next year, 2022, we'll celebrate 30 years of me doing intensive leadership training. Check it out. Go to likeitmatters.net. I change lives. This is why I'm on the radio. This is why after a class is over, I bring on recent graduates, not to promote my training, to let you know no matter how screwed up your life is, it can get better. No matter how much in a rut you are, you can get out of it. No matter how many trainings you've been to, no matter how many t-shirts you have, no matter how many books you read, there's more. And until you apply it, until you live it, until you let it course through your veins, it doesn't make sense. They're just a bunch of words. It's just a theology. It's just a, a ideology. That's why in my manual, Leadership Awakening, on the first piece of paper, when they flip open their manuals, they see this quote. It's called One Minute to Destiny. I don't know who wrote it. But this is the heartbeat of life. This is the palpitation that you should have when you look at your life. Why did God save you? Why did God save you and keep you here? Why did the God of the universe breathe life into you? What are you still here for? God's not done with you. You are here to impact other people's lives. You are here to see a need, meet a need. How many people's lives in 2021 are better because their life passed your path? How many lives in 2022 are going to be better because their path crossed your path? This is the key. This is the sense of urgency you want to live your life with. Planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. And so get your heart beaten. Get your game on. Get yourself ready. There's only one you. You're here for a purpose. Put your sweatband on. Get your running shoes on. Get ready for an incredible new year. Let's learn from 2021 and let's get ready for 2022. And let me remind you, it's 11.59 on the clock of destiny. And you've only got a minute. Only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon you, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it. But it's up to you to use it. You'll suffer if you lose it. Give account if you abuse it. It's only a minute, but eternity is in it. 
Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Living Life Like It Matters. Like It Matters Radio. Inspiration, education, and application. See, my goal is keep you from being lost like a good life caddy. A good life caddy shows you the course. Make sure you stay on course because, you know, sometimes we can get lost. You know, in the Army, I learned how to use a compass. And the compass shoots a point on the horizon, uh, and then you, you move toward that point on the horizon. And every once in a while, you get off course, and then you just look up, find that point on the horizon, and you get back on course. And that's kind of my job. And because if, if you're lost, if you're confused, if you don't know where you've been, and you don't know where you're going, then you're just showing up. And then before you know it, your life is over. I remember a story about a woman in a hot air balloon, and she realized that she was lost. So she lowered her altitude and spotted a man in a boat below. She shouted to him, excuse me, sir, sir, can you help me, please? I promised a friend I would meet him an hour ago, but I don't know where I'm at. The man consulted his portable GPS and replied, you're in a hot air balloon approximately 30 feet above a ground elevation of 2,346 feet above sea level. You are at 31 degrees, 14.97 minutes north latitude, and 100 degrees, 49.09 minutes west longitude. She rolled her eyes and said, Oh my gosh, you must be a Republican. I am, replied the man. How'd you know? Well, answered the balloonist, Everything you told me is technically correct, but I have no idea what to do with your information, and I'm still lost. Frankly, uh, you've not been much help to me. The man smiled, nodded, and responded, Oh, I get it. You must be a Democrat. I am, replied the balloonist. How did you know? Well, said the man, you don't know where you are or where you're going. You've risen to where you are due to a large quantity of hot air. You made a promise that you have no idea how to keep, and you expect me to solve your problem. You're in exactly the same position you were in before we met, but now somehow, it's my fault. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it must be a duck. But, you know, basics of GPS navigation, you got to know where you are and you got to know where you're going. Now, I know it makes sense to you that, you, of course, you know where you are, but not always. You don't always know where you are. You know, you just assume that. I used to travel with a Garmin, right? You know, I take my Garmin little unit now. The GPS is built in the vehicle. But I take my Garmin inside, and every once in a while, I type in the address where I was going. And same address I was going to yesterday, right? I'm on a three-day trip. And it won't give me directions. You know why? Because the satellite cannot locate me. And the satellite cannot locate me then it can't give me directions, even if I know where I'm going. And this is why we've got to take a look at last year. 
What were the lessons from 2021? What were the great victories? What were the great disappointments? What were the great lessons? Pick out three to five on each one of these. Document, what did you learn from last year? What were the high points? What were the low points? Just do some journaling, write it down. And then look forward to 2022. What do you wanna accomplish in this new year? Matter of fact, do this. Project yourself 12 months ahead. So sometime when you're not on the radio, not on the car, in the car, not driving, sometimes just go ahead, close your eyes when you got the time in the appropriate setting. Take some nice deep breaths. And I want you to see yourself uh, in life a year ahead. See the clock on the wall, 12-31-2022. And you had a successful year. What did that look like? What did that sound like? What did that feel like? What needs to take place in 2022 for you to call it a successful year? See, this is why you got to know who you are. What is your mission? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again? How do you know if you had a successful day? How do you know if you had a successful week? How do you know if your marriage is successful? How do you know if you have a good job or not? Don't you see, we have to have something to compare it to. And you have to have expectations. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again? Why do you work 12, 14 hour days or six, seven days a week for so you can pay the divorce attorney? So you can break up your family? Of course not. And yet, how do most relationships end up exactly that way? I was being farcical, but it's reality. This is why you got to know these things. You got to have a mission. You got to know who you are and why you're here. And I got to suggest you got to know whose you are. These are important questions. It reminds me of a story about a fisherman and a businessman. Uh, an American businessman took a vacation to a small coastal Mexican village on doctor's orders. Unable to sleep after an urgent phone call from the office the first morning, he walked out to the pier to clear his head. A small boat was just one fisherman had docked, and inside the boat were, were several large yellowfin tuna. The American complimented the Mexican on the quality of his fish. How long did it take you to catch them, the American asked. Oh, only a little while, the Mexican replied in surprisingly good English. Why don't you stay out longer and, and catch more fish, the American then asked. Well, I have enough to support my family and to give a few to friends, the Mexican said, as he unloaded them into a basket. But what do you do with the rest of your time? The Mexican looked up and smiled. I sleep late, fish a little, play with my children, take a siesta with my wife, Julia, and stroll into the village each evening where I sip wine and play guitar with my amigos. I have a full and busy life, senor. The American laughed and stood tall. Sir, I am a Harvard MBA, and I can help you. You should spend more time fishing and with the proceeds buy a bigger boat. In no time, you could buy several boats with the increased haul. Eventually, you would have a fleet of fishing boats. Wouldn't that be incredible? He continued. Instead of selling your catch to a middleman, you would sell directly to the consumers. Eventually, we could open for you your own cannery. Think about this. You could control the product, 
the processing and the distribution. Look at the power. Look at the money you'd be able to make. You would need to leave this small coastal fishing village, of course, and move to Mexico City, then to LA and eventually to New York City, where you could run your expanded enterprise with proper management. The Mexican fisherman asked with confusion on his face, but senor, senor, how long will all this take? To which the American replied, I don't know, um, 15 to 20 years, maybe 25 years tops. But what then, senor, asked the Mexican. The American laughed and said, that's the best part. When the time is right, you would announce an IPO and sell your company stock to the public and become very, very rich. You would make millions. Millions, senor? Millions? Then what? Then you could retire and move to a small coastal fishing village where you could sleep late, fish a little, play with your kids, take a siesta with your wife, and stroll in the village in the evenings where you would sip wine and play your guitar with your amigos. Isn't that interesting? Why do you do what you do? Three questions all leaders ask themselves about clear vision. And these are three questions you need to ask yourself heading in to the brand new year. First question is, where am I now? The second question is, where am I going? And the third question, what will it take to get there and how long? In this downtime between Christmas and New Year's, between New Year's and the start of the new year, now is the time. To be honest, where are you now? Good, bad, right, wrong, no emotional, it's just just data. Number two, where are you going? If... 2022 is a successful year. What's it going to look like? What's it going to sound like? What's it going to feel like? What's it going to be like? Remember, things that are real to us are things we can see, things we can hear, and things we can experience. And so you've got to get control. Get in the driver's seat of your mind. Go to the right side of your brain and create it. It's December 31, 2022. It was a hugely successful year. Let's look at all the things you accomplished, all the things you got done. Look at all the lives you impact. Look at all the success you had, all the victories. Look at the people's lives who are better because they cross paths with you. Look at your outcomes. Look what you, do you see what I'm saying? And start documenting. Whatever you see, whatever you hear, whatever you feel, you start documenting. It has great value. And that's where am I going? And then number three, what will it take to get there and how long? And this is the great question. This is the nuts and bolts. This is the hands and feet. This is where the rubber meets the road. So you got to have action steps. What do you want to be accomplished? Be specific. What resources are need to accomplish this? Time, materials, people, and see what's the exact time frame in which this will be accomplished. I'm here to help you have a great 2022. Go to likeitmatters.net and let me help you live the life that you were created to live. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Living Life Like It Matters podcast. I have one outcome for you to remind you that when you live your life like it matters, it does. Happy New Year. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net 
where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.